What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the New Age Outdoor Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a huge shout-out to Big Sue Screen Printing and Embroidery for supporting us and our adventures into the outdoors as we break into the outdoor industry. They are currently designing merch that we can bring to you guys, so go check them out on Facebook for all your custom apparel needs. We also want to give a huge thank you to Skunk River Recon and Mark Johnson for keeping us supplied with the best custom fishing rods money can buy. At Skunk River Recon, they can build any rod you can imagine. Whether it's a fly rod, bass rod, ice rod, or even a saltwater rod, it can be built. For more information, or if you want to get your very own 100% customized fishing rod, get a hold of Mark on the Skunk River Recon Facebook page. How's it going, everybody? We are back. Uh, there's a bunch of new stuff coming out in the turkey game this year. Uh, one of them that we kind of talked about already was the Sika Turkey Vest, and I did a YouTube review on that because I didn't end up getting it. So this is going to be kind of a mid-season review on that after, you know, the first couple birds that we've killed with it. Also, we want to talk about a new product coming out from Rig'em Right that we mentioned in uh, some earlier videos, you know, talk about the NWTF turkey convention that went on earlier this spring. So, um, this morning, Dom sent me the post and I seen it on Instagram when I first woke up and I checked them out, but Righam Wright released their hideout blinds. Uh, I think they released them like a couple weeks ago, but I'm just seeing them now. Um, and it's called the hideout collection. So what I like about this is they are in the Sika Optifade pattern and I'll let Dom kind of talk about this, but talk about like, you know, subalpine versus timber and why those patterns are key in the Turkey woods. And then I'm going to kind of talk about them in other scenarios, you know, just from your experience going on that. Yeah. So we've talked about the Sika patterns before and the Optifade patterns, but just kind of going back on it is I really like how they kind of have something that suits everybody's needs. It may not necessarily be 100% perfect if you put it in the woods, you know, but no matter where you're at, they have something that will look pretty good in the terrain you're hunting. So right. um, it kind of depends around here, to be honest, because I have seen some stuff where that timber pattern might be better for I, for certain parts of Iowa. Right. Maybe certain. if you're running like a deep timber early season, that yeah. um, that timber pattern is going to work better. But if you know, if you're running late season where everything's really green, you're running out in open fields and stuff, maybe that subalpine is going to suit you more. Right. And I think it's kind of hard because in Iowa, you know, throughout most of the season, really until third to fourth, kind of that range, everything's still pretty brown or still pretty dark, I guess, if you're in the woods. So things don't really start getting very green until about, you know, that last week of April into May. So it's kind of hard to justify which one to go with as far as the subalpine or the timber pattern. Um, but I think that the subalpine is probably a little bit better. Um, just kind of the kind of hunting that we do, it, it's not necessarily we always are in the timber. We do a lot of like, um, I guess, where we're open walking ridges, running. open fields a little bit. Yeah. So and that, that subalpine pattern, I think, is best for 
the type of hunting that me and you have both done together. And I'm going to other people that I know that that timber pattern would work a lot better for them because they're usually always in the timber. And like I said, most of our turkey season, besides that last season, in my opinion, is mostly um, where it's not as green. So and I'm going to agree with you 100 percent on that for us. You know what we've doing, what we're doing, um, you know, the if we're going to set up an actual ground blind um, and leave it out there, we're probably setting it on the edge of a field, so that subalpine pattern. But if I'm going to recommend something for somebody, I'm 100 percent going to recommend a timber pattern for two reasons. You know, especially if you're in Iowa, you know, that early season, first through third season, um, you're right. You know, a lot of people, whether they are in a field or not, they always have timber behind them or they're setting up in the timber. So that timber pattern is going to blend in better. Also, not a lot of people have money to go out and buy a specific turkey blind and a specific deer blind. And in Iowa, if you're hunting deer season, you know, shotgun, muzzle load or anything, that timber pattern is going to be perfect around here. So like right. if you're out there and you're like, I want to buy, I want to buy one blind and that's all I want to have hundred percent, the hideout with the timber pattern is going to be my recommendation. Um, but if you're one of those people that like you, you have, you are willing to, you know, invest in, you know, some more niche situations, um, I don't know that I could justify spent having both a hideout in subalpine and timber because I will, because let's talk about that real quick. They're yeah, a little expensive. Before you go into that, I think my opinion, I was kind of just thinking geared towards Turkey. If you were to get one just for Turkey season. So I guess mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Is just that Turkey season. That timber would be the best all around, I guess, to be able to use right. So, you know, we're looking at just the basic rig and right hideout. One man blind uh, runs $429.99 on the rig and right website. The hideout XL, which is a two man, is $529. And the hideout uh, Go, which is kind of like a two panel panel blind, you know, quick throwdown that runs $139. Uh, they all are available in both patterns. So the hideout Go looks really good for the style that we do, especially when we're going out to Nebraska in the early season with your bow or with right. know, whatever we, I guess so, is the only one that's early, but yeah. Like I, I would never, I wouldn't suggest somebody to, you know, if you have the money, great, but like for your average every day around here, I'm not going to suggest buy the hideout in both patterns. You know, I'm going to probably say just buy, if you're going to, I would say just buy the XL and the timber, um, you know, it's going to get you yeah. through most situations and around here in Iowa too, like, even into that late season, you can still just add some green, you know, furs and some, cedars and stuff around and you'll that blind will work um but yeah if you're like you're one of those people that you do a lot of bow hunting turkeys and you're not just sitting in a ground blind you, you're pursuing those birds this hideout go is gonna be like i think game yeah. changer we talked about in previous episodes when we talked about the turkey vest when it was first being um kind of teased um you yeah, know you kind of really knew what brand it was right we couldn't figure anything out on it um so one thing i like about it is so I have the little Ameristep uh, throwdown, you know, cheap $20 blind. I got at Walmart. Um, yeah. But the problem with that is it's really short. You know, we said it up the other day. So if you're trying to draw, especially like me with that bigger ATA bow, you know, trying to draw and still keep concealed, you know, it's a little tougher on that. You know, you're kind of at the yeah. point where should you just be drawing behind a Reaper? That little Ameristep um, is good for, I think, shotgun hunters. Definitely. I think, yeah. Like but I think this Rigum right one, this hideout, I think they were really gearing it towards people that do kind of oh, that running gun style with a bow as well just because yeah. it's like you can still kind of have that same running gun style right if and you know with this blind the one thing i want to talk about too is like with little panels you know you can have one of them open you know say like 
you have just this side open here. You have all this room over here where you can draw your bone, your bow, and then just come over to this window, take your shot or pop over. Um, but one thing I like about with this, just having the two bigger panels is say, so if you're looking at this, it's got like a, it's a V pad. It's kind of like a V blind almost, you know, it's got two panels. Yeah, so just take, it's pretty much two sides of a, of a panel blind or a hub a, blind. Uh, yeah. A right. blind. So. so what we could do is, you know, say we're, we talked about this a little bit before the call, but you know, if we're around turkeys and we know, Hey, we're within a hundred yards and these turkeys pop up any second, me and Dom can just both hold on to one of the panels, walk behind it, you know, keep everything zipped up. And then if turkey comes in some situations, it might just give you enough time just to quick, all right, we're going to sit down. Dom's going to hold it while I draw my bow, pop up over and shoot. You know, we could kill a bird in 15 seconds. Yeah. And usually in and Iowa. I like how there's the triangle open spot, open windows where you can see through it. And it's not like you're, I mean, your little Ameristep, I know it's a cheap little blind, which is nice. But, it, you know, you can't really see through that and use it as good cover, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, and but you look at like if, and I don't know, a lot of you guys are, if you're listening to us talk about this, the best thing is if you're listening to this podcast, uh, just go on the Wrigley website and kind of look through their page on yeah, their we'll leave a link. We can leave a link in the description for right. you guys to so look at. I look at this picture here and I'm going to read um, uh, just as one little key section because it kind of goes with um, some of the stuff we've talked about before and kind of our turkey merch that we dropped too. So it says a new hideout collection boasts an optifade interior to help you disappear inside your blind without having to wear a basic black hoodie and all while eliminating the black hole effect that just doesn't look natural in the woods. Additionally, we wrapped our carrying cases with the back and backpacks and optifade to help you sneak through the woods undetected because let's face it, a crummy black backpack sticks out like a black backpack. So I'm just <laughs> kind of realizing this, you know, we released, when we picked out our turkey merch, we said, let's go with an OD green for people that are running gunning. And, you know, not using a blind, let's go to black for people that are using that blind. And I 100% agree yeah. that black hole effect, especially like if you're deer hunting or if you're, you know, early or late season tricking when everything's really green, that black hole can look really out of the ordinary. And, you know, if you get any glares off that. So I like this because it looks like kind of like they have that. If you've ever seen like the. It's almost like a transparent. Those, right. If you've ever seen material. those bulb lines, you know, you can kind of see through everything on those. These, yeah. it's not as transparent, but you could, you could pick out movement through the sides. And with that, you know, you can set up a blind, wear your full camo in, and then say the birds aren't working in the blind. All you have to do is step out your blind, go chase those birds, and you're still camo concealed in. But I think that's kind of right. cool too. And, you, you know, I think it'll play into deer hunting too, with not having just that black hole, you know, especially if you're running that timber pattern and, you know, you have your timber gear on or whatever, or, you know, even just your basic camo and your, the back of your blind is your backdrop is timber or something like that. I think just the concealment factor is going to be huge with this. And I, and now, you know, as you research into it, first you see a $500 ground blind, what the heck? Well, it's kind of one of those things that we've talked about before Sika is they don't release a product unless, and they don't let anybody release anything with their name or something that ties it to them, unless it's a hundred percent thought out, like everything, all their gear, it's all has serves a purpose. And that's why the blind is a little bit more expensive because they have their branded camel that is proven to work inside and out of the blind. So I, that's, right. I think probably one of my favorite features. Well, I think it. this is going to sell well, just because of the, I guess the the community that that camel right there has built up upon, and there's so many people that have now moved on to that style and that type of, I guess, digi camo style. I guess is what right. I like you to know, call it. It's. And I yeah. think that'll just get people to buy it then, and I think that even that little like 
that hideout go. Um, I think that'll sell really well just because of that. Like I said, the the quickness of it and how it's yeah, just it's like a, it says right there, it's small, it's packable, it's and it's five pounds. It's pretty much half the size of a a regular blind, but you can still carry it. Carry so, it out, so. Um, I'm gonna read the description of the hideout go because that's kind of where this main our main focus is gonna go because that's probably the most revolutionary out of all of the three. Yeah, and I think that's most relevant is, to us. Yeah. The hideout go is a compact running gun two hub blind that's perfect for turkey, deer, elk, antelope, or other pursuits where minimal gear is desired and hiding is required. Features camo material on the front and reverse to keep you concealed when something approaches from behind. For added concealment, we've added a stubble strap system for the front to attach native vegetation for even more hideability. For each blind includes metal tent stakes for high stability in the wind conditions and a durable camel carrying case for a heavy-duty shoulder strap to stay quiet while you sneak through the woods so now i'm thinking man i buy this for four season turkey if i do you know even if i use it or not you know if i plan on if i shotgun or i bow hunt you know most likely going to be a shotgun this year just uh, for some other reasons but i'm looking at this going forward into my september mule deer hunt where this could also play a huge role in that you know what i've been researching a lot about the mule deer hunts out there you know a lot of people are out there in these sand hills and stuff and you can watch mule deer and the biggest thing is, yes, you can cut them off, but getting close enough, even cutting them off can be tough because the cover out there is minimal. So now I'm thinking, all right, well, if I have these mule deer heading in a certain direction, I can kind of go set up right in their line of path, whether there's cover or not, and just hide behind this, you know, and it, maybe it'll get them into 50 yards and, you know, they may not, it may not look hundred percent natural, but if they can get into 50 yards, that's, you know, that's a shot opportunity that I didn't have before where I was staying next to the nearest cover. And now I'm 150 yards away. Right. And with it being so light and run and gun, you know, able to throw some, I think the, with them adding the straps to uh, add brush in too, you know, I'm kind of looking at what about like early season duck hunting one man, you know, on the edge of a pond, man, you could, you could slay some ducks out of this too. Yeah. Like early goose or not, we don't even really have an early goose, I guess, but like those September goose hunts, early October, whatever um that green is that'll work great especially if you put some some kind of you know right i'm looking at native vegetation dude, on it like, look really good you look at our spot over that we hunt on the pond you know the southwest corner really vegetated you know if i'm gonna go hunt by myself or say it's just me and you we don't want a big a-frame because you know that doesn't inhibit your ability to plus film it takes a little quite bit at a time to set up right we could just throw this up throw some stuff on the sides plus we can unzip those uh fronts a little bit now we have uh spots to film you know we talked about that too filming out of an a-frame can be tough so i think this blind is going to be like the next big purchase for me um when i start looking into all right now it's time for me to you know i probably won't buy it i might buy it for trick season not sure 100 gonna get it before my mule deer hunt um i think that's gonna be big especially if i'm out there by myself um being able to just quick throw this down you know, if, even if I want to set up on a wallow or something or set up on a trail, you know, a fence line where they're fre- frequently qu- crossing, I think that's going to be huge in in that. And let's just be honest, you know, people that like to match like you, you're going to yeah. buy this. Like, like, come on. And it's not, I hate to sound like high maintenance like that, but like when, if you're watching a TikTok video, let's just say, for instance, and somebody's got the Fanatic 2 pet or the elevated two pattern on half their stuff and then subalpine and the let's say both setting and but the other video has a guy wearing 100 subalpine and it looks both, clean it just looks better and 
not that looks matter, but it's like it is kind of like a nice thing. It's one of those know. confidence like, things. Eventually, too, I'd like... like to have a full Sitka waterfowl optifade, whatever. Um, I guess outfit for hunting waterfowl, just because it's it's nice to to match. And you know, us hunters, right. what do you like? A lot of if us I'm gonna... like to look nice while we're going out there. We like to. Yeah, if I'm gonna spend, you know, fucking... look good, feel good. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mind my language. If I'm gonna spend, you know, thousand dollars on a system. I want to look, you know, you look good, feel good. You're confident in your hide yeah. and your camo. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm, that's probably the, the new, about it, but that's probably the new, the new hunter in us, the new age of hunters, right. I guess you could say. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure, you know, I talked to one of my guys who I'm really good friends with here in my hometown. And, um, we talk a lot about hunting and hunting out West. And I was telling him the other day, I told him, I was like, you know, I'd like to have all my stuff matched. He goes, man, you can, you can stand to hunt with me. Then I wear like eight different patterns. And it's not the fact that I don't like the different patterns. If I don't like when, so if we're, if we're really going to believe that these patterns help, like I do, then I feel like the color is important too. Now, yes, it may break up your silhouette a little bit, but if I have a turkey looking at me and my subalpine is blending perfectly with the cedar behind me, but you're standing next to me in all elevated too, there's there has to be some sort of color difference, or why is there a different pattern? Like Sika would have just created a different pattern to um just for money. You know, I don't believe that. So I feel like there is it's not gonna be a game. I don't think it's game changer. I don't think that's gonna be the difference between us killing a bird and not. I do think it could be the difference in us maybe just getting closer to the bird, you know, yeah. whether it's getting the bird to 40 yards or 15 yards, I feel like that may make a difference. Um, I feel like if right. you have the right pattern on it, might conceal, if you do have a little bit more movement, I think it's going to conceal you better than if you have a, a pattern that's not necessarily in that, you know, right for that time of year, that scenario. I feel like it just allows us to get away with a little bit more and yeah, yeah. It, lo- it looks clean on camera, you know, yeah. we're, we're promoting ourselves. Remember, yeah. You just got to remember like no matter what, no camo is going to be, I mean, I guess no, not no matter what, there will be situations where some camos are pretty much perfect, but a lot of times you're not going to have the perfect pattern, even if it's whatever, if it's mossy oak obsession for turkey hunting or if it's uh optifade sub subalpine or whatever, it's not always going to be, and I think 100%. Oh, you're never going to see it if it, you know. So it's I think like, that's why, you know, your Sitka's, your Cryptics, your uh, Numa, First Light, all these, they're going away from that traditional like trees and leaves. Um, you know, I feel like it allows their stuff to, when they go with these digitized patterns that it's not made to look like this, this uh, scenery, it's made to break your silhouette up in a variety of sceneries. I feel like that's why these companies are going away from those traditional take a picture, put it on clothes. They're going to something stuff that can be more versatile and it's meant to just break up your silhouette and not look what's behind you. If you, if you kind of get the, the flow I'm talking about with that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's huge. Um, the next thing we would kind of want to talk about uh, is we kind of want to give a, you know, two hunts, two kills into turkey season kind of a it's kind of a midway for me this year um we want to talk about the sick of turkey vest um so i got at the beginning of the year before season and i wore it out in nebraska and for me it was game changer like last year we talked about i just hunted with a backpack um and my bino harness so 
we did find a way to rig up the binol harness. We took the two uh, side pouches off and we moved the straps on the second turkey vest, which I think that's why they designed those straps the way they did. Well, maybe not necessarily 100%, but I think that was one of the thoughts going into it was so you can wear your binal harness or your optics harness uh, with the vest, especially a lot of people that hunt open ridges and stuff, you know, big open fields at binal harn, having a set of binos quickly accessible is huge. Um, you know, picking out if those are hens or toms or whatever, you know, from a long ways away and deciding which way you're going to pursue those birds. Yeah. Um, so going forward too, having that backpack has also been nice because here in Iowa lately, the weather has been, um, in the mornings, it's pretty cool, but by midday it's heating up or the next day it's maybe warm all day, but that wind in the midday just kicks up and, you know, it gets chilly. So having that backpack a lot has allowed me to, you know, just stuff my layers in there, whether I'm yeah. taking on or putting Back off some, some more clothes. Right. And not that, you know, turkey vest with the pouch can, can't do the same thing. It just kind of keeps them protected a little bit more. Right. Um, two. Enclosed. You don't have to worry about it falling out or anything. Right. Um, with the filming aspect, like we talked about with the backpack, I'm able to, in the mornings on a hike in where I know I'm not going to have enough light to use my camera. I'm not even going to use my camera until we sit down at this spot. I can just kind of throw my camera in that back, either the open pouch, if the weather's nice. Or I can 100% seal it up if, you know, it's, it may be a little wet outside or dusty. I can throw it in that zippered pouch and not have to worry about it. Right. So um, what would you, I guess, mid-season rating, what would you give it? Um, I'm going to go. Like, do you see any, like, do you see any flaws in it? Is there something you would like to change? Like, obviously, you're not going to. Yeah. Like, if there's I, something you could change about it, what would it be? I'm going to go a 9 out of 10. And maybe this is just personal preference. I would have liked to seen um, some kind of pocket for my hand um, in the vest. You know, a lot of the sick of vests do have those inside pockets. I get maybe that just didn't work with the streamlined way they're trying to go. Uh, for me, even if it was just two pockets right here, um, like kind of lower chest area rib cage, even just something a little, just barely enough. I get my hands in for those cooler mornings. Like I don't like wearing gloves at all. Cannot stand it. Whether I'm shooting, not shooting, cannot stand gloves. So, but it's been yeah. tough on those mornings when it's a little cooler out um, to keep my hands warm without having a pocket. It's quickly accessible because the way the vest covers up, it covers up any sweatshirt or coat pockets. Um, yeah. I'd like to see on even like, like even all these other vests, like my Nomad and I don't know that some of the new ones might have it, but. And now, does your Sika have of a a pocket for your phone, like close to your? No, chest? it has, it has a little pocket to the left. Um, it's not big enough for a phone. I really don't know what that pocket was yeah. meant for. Yeah, I um, just wish some of these vests would yeah. like make a designated, like big enough for like the Samsungs and stuff. Just because, like, not that we're lazy, but it's nice to have it, you know, close to your close to your chest. That way, because we're always looking at Onyx and stuff, and especially if we're like set up it's hard to a lot of times we don't want to do a lot of extra movement right. and i see to reach down to our our pocket to grab the phone there is nice room to just too. right at the chest and pull it out you know this is that little pocket i was talking about it's kind of strap level you yeah. know they 100 could have added a pocket right here with their logo is and just put the logo on the outside of the pocket just something you can get quick yeah. up your phone and now lucky enough i'm with with the bino harness i do have that phone pocket but yeah if you're just running this and not running binos i would like to see a, a pocket here um for a phone um, yep. another thing I think would be cool and you probably could rig it up some way, some DIY, um, 
and maybe this is just the bow hunter in me. Um, I'd like to see like a two hooks or clips right here on the shoulder where you could attach uh, a release so you don't have to hold it or, you know, a range finder or, you know, a locator call. So it's just hanging there. You don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah. Maybe just a mesh pocket here for the phone in general. Yeah. yeah. I, I think overall it was a great design. I think I'm, I'm glad they waited to put it out. Um, until they had the design right. You know, one thing we kind of worried about was the cushion being too thin. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I sat on, I sat down and I stood up earlier and I looked down and I was sitting on some pretty harsh sticks. You know, I didn't feel it. it was, it's a really nice seating pad. Um, the only, I'm trying to think, I don't, I'm trying to pick something out that I don't like about it. And I really, I can't, I wish the pack was literally just a tad bit bigger. You know, you put a yeah. sweatshirt and a coat in there and it's kind of it, but they were going for that super streamlined design and that and they did amazing with that. Right. Um, yeah. The inside pockets are huge for me. I really liked those. You know, I throw my tag in there, a couple granola bars and I was good. Um, yeah. It was great design of a vest, super lightweight, super streamlined. You know, you look, I've been looking at a lot of, people on TikTok and stuff wearing it and they're doing the exact same thing as I am with the vinyl harness. So, um, yeah, I think it was good. I wouldn't, I would, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I would like to see a Turkey vest come out that on the strap shoulder straps here. I would like to see some kind of just mesh netting that you put your, uh, uh, water tube through. Yep. For a bladder. Yeah. Right. Just a little brown mesh netting that goes that your tube goes through just to hide that blue, you know, so you know, that's not sticking out. You know, if it's a really um, bright day, you know, that blue sticking out, I don't think it's really affected anybody before, but maybe it's just me, you know, if it just conceals a little bit better and then it'll protect yeah. your tube too from getting, you know, ripped or anything from the outside. Yeah, I but agree. Overall, I'd say nine, nine and a half out of 10. I a hundred percent recommend Sweet. it to anybody. Um, yeah, I really like the, the my favorite feature on it though is either is a hundred percent the pack. Yeah, I think it I think it's really nice and streamlined, which is awesome for the style that we've been kind of kind of focusing on, I guess. So yeah, it'd be cool too, like if they uh eventually if they made a like a out west vest or something, just like an actual insulation vest with a seat. That way, if you know, yeah. maybe, I don't know, I'm just thinking like if you're out glassing or something, you don't have to carry another seat pad. And you know, if you have this insulation vest that has a detachable seat, you could just sit on that for the day. Yeah. So I know it's cool. I really liked it. Um, I know right now I'm on the SICA website and everything's out of stock. So I'm very lucky to have gotten that. But yeah, that's kind of, we just kind of want to do an episode and talk about this new Rig'em Right stuff because it is pretty cool and you kind of see SICA pushing that turkey pattern i know rig them rights when it came out the blind but um they it looks like they have the rights to the optifade subalpine and timber now for the blinds um but because that's all come that all comes out of the gore facility you know that's that's gore is the trademark on optifades sitka has the right to that uh for their gear Rigam right has the rights for theirs you know it's it, when you start talking about rights and stuff for patterns and stuff that stuff's all a mess and i don't want to get into that because i don't know 100 percent. but yeah so if you guys have any questions about this or anything feel free to dm us on instagram and stuff it's kind of a little bit of a shorter video but i think there's a lot of good information here and maybe it'll get if you guys want to go and research the stuff um good because they look like really good products well that's going to do it for us 
thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any questions or anything on this, this new blind or any type of turkey gear, you can just shoot us a message on all of our socials. We'll have them linked below. Uh, make sure you guys stay up to date on both of our YouTube channels. We'll have some awesome content. We'll keep rolling it out for you guys to watch and uh, look forward to the rest of the season here. So hopefully you guys keep having a good season. If you do hunt, um, if you guys, if you guys don't hunt and you're just tuning in, um, hope you guys just have a good spring, I guess. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.